Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Chronomier, The Tudor Assassin. Written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson. Chapter One The Map The first blue sky of spring stretched far above the busy London skyline. Though a chill lingered on the breeze, the streets were full of people emerging from the long, dark winter to amble in the sunshine. At odds with the sauntering crowd, a determined figure flitted and dashed between pedestrians, offering cheery but hurried apologies as she went. Terribly sorry, just squeezing past. Don't mind me. Oh, what a magnificent hat, madam. So few people can carry off a stuffed sparrow. Excuse me, might I just dash past? Many couldn't help but turn their heads to follow her, so striking was her manner of dress. Forgoing the exquisitely shaped and delicately coloured gowns worn by the women around her, she sported a long dark blue battered frock coat. A deep brown waistcoat and a shabby shirt were accompanied by a haphazardly arranged royal blue cravat. Much to the huffing incredulity of the crowd, she wore a pair of baggy trousers tucked inside long boots caked with mud and soot. A broad-brimmed hat sat atop her unbrushed hair, which was dark but for a single white streak. Offering a pleasant smile and a doff of her hat to those who met her gaze, the professor hurriedly crossed the busy street and disappeared down a narrow road held in shadow by the towering buildings either side. She paused beside a set of packing cases outside a shop. Removing her hat, she beat the worst of the dust from her coat and then straightened her cravat. Lying on the crates was a ginger cat, snoozing in the shade. It raised its head to greet her. "'Hello, puss,' said the professor as she extended a hand to stroke the friendly feline. "'Keeping away from all the hustle and fuss, eh? Eminently wise, dear heart.' She left the purring cat to return to its slumber and regarded the shop. In its window display, globes, maps and weighty books surrounded a beautiful model ship, she peered in at the miniature vessel and broke into a broad grin, then pushed open the shop door and stepped inside. The interior was lined from floorboard to ceiling plaster with bookcases. The mismatched tomes were joined on the shelves by peculiar objects and curios from every country on earth. Some carved from wood, some cast from metal, others modelled in clay. A beautiful mahogany table stood in the middle of the room, flanked with tea chests filled with rolled-up sheets of canvas and paper. In the corner stood a desk and comfortable chair, set before a tiny doorway. The professor placed her hat on the table and clasped her hands behind her back, turning on her heels to take in every book, artefact and parchment. The room filled her with the excitement of a child on Christmas morning. She sighed happily, as bustling became audible from the other side of the inner doorway. "'We're open, we're open,' a kindly voice reassured her. "'We're not in any hurry, but we are open.' "'No rush, Runcible,' the Professor called back. "'Ah, Professor, I knew it was going to be a pleasant morning. How right I was.' Runcible was an elderly man who walked with a cane. His frizzy white hair defied comb and brush, and his pale green eyes darted around with a childlike curiosity and kindness. He shuffled into the room and grasped the professor's hand. "'Sorry it's been so long, old man,' she said. 
terribly busy, lost track of time. Is it still 1872? They shared a knowing smile. Been away on one of your expeditions, I take it? He asked as he lowered himself into the chair behind the little desk. Where was it the last time? The Alps? The professor began to look through one of the chests full of rolled-up papers. It was, indeed, but nowhere as far flung this time. I've been firmly footed at home. Ah, the laboratory. He leant forward conspiratorially, though there was none to overhear. What new invention have you masterminded this time? You know my rule, Runcible. Never tell until it's tried and tested. It's still just a theory until it provably works. Bah, he retorted playfully as he leant back into his chair. Where are the maps of London? That crate behind you. Marvellous. And how has business been? Steady but unremarkable. Mostly those hapless explorer chappies after provision for their glorified holidays. Maps to find some poor, undisturbed place they can storm into and claim as their own. I ought to shut up shop. Enough of that, the professor said sternly. Whatever would I do without you? Runcible smiled, then got to his feet and headed for the doorway. You know, I took delivery of a new batch of maps only last week. I think they're back here. No, no, it's an old map I need. In fact... She unrolled a length of thick yellow parchment and beamed. This is just the thing. The old man walked over to join her and frowned at the map she'd selected. <laughs> I can't see that being much use to you. Trust me, it'll be invaluable. She rolled up the parchment, then took a handful of coins from her pocket and gave them to him. His eyes widened. For that scribbly old thing, I don't even know if it's accurate. It'll be perfect, I promise. Now, go and put your feet up. She leant forward and kissed him on the forehead. I'll tell you all about it when I get back. Back from London? You're already in it. Not much of this old city left to explore. No, I'll find something. She winked as she picked up her hat and turned for the door. Beg! Runcible called after her, stooping to pick up the abandoned satchel. He was foiled by the weight of it. What on earth's in here? Supplies for the trip. I've been shopping. Supplies? I'll never understand you, my girl. Such peculiarities. I learnt them all from you, she replied as she pulled the bag over her shoulder. With a final beaming smile, she opened the door and stepped into the street. <laughs> bon voyage, my dear, Runcible chuckled then made his way back to his chair. Outside, the professor glanced back at the shop and then walked up to the ginger cat still dozing on the packing boxes. Keep an eye on him, puss, she said as the cat raised its head once again. And wish me luck. With that, she placed her hat back on her head and strode back into the busy streets. It was nearly time. The Chronicles of Professor Chronomio, an Unbound Theatre production. The Tudor Assassin was written by Dario Knight. It was performed by Erica Sanderson, with music by Kevin MacLeod. <laughs>